Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to The Art of Kindness, where we have compassionate conversations with artists from all areas of the entertainment industry who are using their voice to spread joy and make this big spinning planet in the sky a better place to be. I'm Robert Peter Paul, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, friends! I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving and that you're stuffed with love and food, of course. I have been eating leftovers like it's my full-time job. I'm officially stuffed. I think I'm over the leftovers, although I'm sure I'll get the craving for stuffing in, you know, a couple minutes. But anyway, I really hope you guys enjoyed your time with your family and loved ones. If you had a Friendsgiving, I hope that was awesome as well. It's just such a beautiful time of year, and the holiday season is officially here, right? It's swirling upon us. I'm sure like a lot of you, I've been thinking about my loved ones so much. In fact, side note, I just had the opportunity to go on a Cozy Christmas podcast, which is a really fun and obviously cozy show. I felt so honored they asked me and had such a nice time talking with Art, who created the show and really just puts out so much positive energy. I even offered some holiday-themed kindness tips, so please go check it out. I definitely recommend listening to the show as a whole. It will give you all the Christmas feels. Now, sweet listeners, you may remember on the last AOK episode, I spoke with Saved by the Bell star Haskiri Velasquez, who is a wonderful person. We touched on the fact that grandmas are very wise. I'm still very lucky to have all four of my grandparents alive, including my nanny, my mom's mom, and my Nona, my dad's mom. These two truly mean the world to me. My nanny so kindly listens to each and every episode of this show and will call or text me after with a full breakdown and review, which always fills my heart with joy. She has taught me so much over the years, especially about kindness. And so when I went to her house recently and she pulled out a journal and said, I had been thinking about some of the questions you ask on your show and how I would reply to them, I was so excited to hear her answers. And as she told me them, I thought to myself, I have to record this. So I whipped out my phone, I hit record, and you're about to hear what she said. Her answers were unsurprisingly amazing. And so of course, I thought to myself, well, I have to ask my other grandma too. So when I was at her house for the holiday this past week, I pulled her into a room, I took out my phone once again, and I said, Nona, 
can I please ask you some questions about kindness? She was down. I don't even think she knows what a podcast is, <laughs> but she was very excited. She loves telling stories and talking. She's such a fun conversationalist. So as soon as I gave her the topic of kindness, she kind of ran with it and did a little bit of an empathetic monologue, we'll call it. So you're about to hear both my grandmas just talking about kindness. I hope it's a wonderful gift to you because I cannot begin to describe how much these two mean to me, but I do know that they are so exceptional that I can't keep them all to myself. So I wanted to share some of their thoughts with you, and I really hope that they inspire you. That said, of course, this episode is dedicated to my amazing grandmas, but I also want to dedicate it to the late Stephen Sondheim, who we lost over the weekend. I'll get a bit more into that and him and the incredible impact he's had on the arts after you hear from my grandmas during our kindness tip of the week section. Without further ado, please enjoy my nanny and then my Nona as they chat about kindness. Hi everyone, I'm Anne Small and honored to be Robert's nanny. He sometimes refers to me and his other wonderful, not to say I'm wonderful, but loving, beautiful, kind, uh, grandmother. He, he, sa- he saved grandma for both of us. I've been grateful that he's asked for my ideas on um, kindness, and I hope you'll hear something that helps you identify with it or with me. So I'm humbly grateful for Robert, who is the kindest person, the greatest grandson, and a wonderful uh, confidant, and I want to say that I am, of course, his stage grandma, his biggest fan. So have a good listening. Bye. Start whenever. Hi, Robert. So good to be included in this wonderful topic and the art of it is an art to be artful and skilled and 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 it takes sometimes practice i love what you said the last time i listened to your podcast on the random acts of kindness that uh, not only benefit the receiver of our kindness my kindness but also benefits me is kindness to myself. I feel so good when I am kind. I was walking in New York on Park Avenue one day and it started to rain and I uh, had an umbrella and I was pretty dressed up. And I was about to open it when this beautiful couple, fully cocktail dress, tuxedo outfit and the man, they were so dressed up and they were so young and lovely and I said, here, take my umbrella. Um, I felt so good. They took it, they were grateful. And I did share, I think with you, I'm not sure if I shared with you that act. And it it was, I was walking on air as I walked to Penn Station. And one of the, uh, is it principles or a dodges is to not when you do something kind, it works even better. You're doubling your self-care, feeling good as if you don't tell anyone about it. I told you we're very close as, as your audience sometimes overhears. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and also you had mentioned random acts of kindness, paying for the person behind you at Starbucks or um, extra special tip to someone, half the price of the bill. These things are, are so nice and make me feel good, even letting someone turn in front of me in, in traffic. And it's a way of saying, well, it's a way of comforting and soothing and saying, cutting people slack. Like everybody is doing the best they can with skills they have that day. And as we, I've heard on your show or your podcast, rather, so much, so many uh, wise suggestion that recently I heard. I won't mention the name. One of your wonderful guests uh, talk about um, not just consider considering others but <clears throat> stepping outside of ourselves and I think that's what kindness is because it comes I think the root is from kin or kindred family the family of humankind uh, primal sympathy we you and I've talked about the simpatico in a harsh world it's often people that we, we don't, I don't know what that person who wants to turn in traffic in front of me has been through why not be generous, emotionally generous. So, well, I'm very rambling now in stream of consciousness. I just think it's a great topic and I'm enriched by your podcast, enriched by your kindness. And it's an act of doing, not just saying, but doing, showing people the kindness and showing ourselves the kindness. I will plagiarize, quote unquote, verbally, as a young uh, college student, I loved Wordsworth and um, I loved Intimations of Immortality. And, and as you and I have talked, mu- musical, life is a musical. It's also literature and poetry. And without being specific, the definition is straight from Wordsworth that um, when life is dealt us some lemons when it's no longer as bright and joyful as it could be. We look at what remains behind and we're grateful for it. And for me, the kindness is the primal sympathy uh, which has been and will always be. And by that, I mean uh, people, I won't say man or woman, uh, people's uh, kindness to one another, the, the primal. It's a basic, basic instinctual DNA a uh, wonderful, wonderful thing. And I, I have faith that it was in the universe and it will always be. And however one acts out, that, that sympathy, that simpatico is kindness to me. So thank you. I hope that enlightened you a little bit and I will sign off. <laughs> I love you. Bye. Oh, I love you too. Yes. I would love to know, what does kindness mean to you? Kindness means to me, people who think of other people never to hurt their feelings and uh, always to treat them with respect. We had uh, neighbors uh, next door to us and across the street that always loved to be in our company, especially at Dolly's company. 
because they always laughed, smiled, and had fun. And uh, she was always kind to them. You know, like always asking them if they were hungry because we always had a lot of food in the house and she would share the food. Uh And uh, my grandfather was very kind too. There was a family that lived across the street, diagonally across the street, and the grandmother was sickly. And every time he made soup, he used to send over a big bowl of soup to them. Uh You know, that he would send a loaf of Italian bread because he knew the owner of the bakery so he would get extra bread and send it over. To me, that was kindness. You're always so kind. Well, I tried to. I think I learned it from them, from my grandparents. When my grandmother died young, I was only about three and a half. But I remember how kind she was. But my grandfather was especially kind. And I think it was because he was a... Uh, an immigrant from Italy who was helped by uh, cousins that had come here before him to find a job and to find a place to live. So I think that instilled in him, you know, a, a meaning of kindness where he wanted to help other people find places to live. And what happened was my grandfather started a beer delivery service over to New York and made, made lots of money and he bought a lot of how he had, he owned 15 or 16 houses at one point and he had tenants but then the depression came people lost their jobs so he let them to continue living in those houses without paying rent that was his way of showing his kindness. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And you do that, you always let whoever wants to come over. Well, I always want to make sure that people are comfortable here, that they have a good time, you know, and that there's nobody that, uh, that tries to hurt their feelings. Yeah. You're famous for that, having everybody come and have a wonderful time together. Yeah. And you always have because that's the way I grew up. <laughs> because um, my gra- grandfather was an excellent cook. That's how my father learned and my Aunt Dolly learned. And so as his children got married, every holiday was down on his house on East Kinney Street with this giant kitchen. And um, we would all eat together. And then we sing songs at night, <laughs> <That's so laughs> all nice. the latest songs. That's why I know all the words to all the old songs. <laughs> I remember one Thanksgiving in Florida when you had someone from Walmart, you invited them to come. Oh, remember? Yeah. Ruth, her name was. Yeah, and she because we did all our that. shopping there. We didn't have enough room. We had this little tiny rental car. <laughs> and we were wondering how we were going to get back to the house. And she said... Oh, she said, don't worry about that. I have a truck. Oh. She said, but you have to wait till I get off duty. So we did. And then, because we had like three sh- shopping carts filled with food. And so we waited and she helped us load it into the truck. And we were telling her 
who who was at the house, you know, Uncle Tony, Uncle Frankie, you know, this kind of stuff. <laughs> so when she got there with the truck, and she stepped out of the truck, and Uncle Tony was standing there waiting for us, and she said to him, are you Tony? Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so she, like, knew all the people. <laughs> and uh, she was wonderful. Yeah, she now, nice. that, to me, was a big act of kindness. That she came and helped unload all the stuff? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I mean, she didn't have to do that. She could have just gone on her merry way. She was tired. She worked all day. So she, you know, she put, could have gone home and went right to bed or whatever. <laughs> but she was willing to help us. It was, it was unbelievable. I have walked on a sidewalk, and there are uh, women coming out of church on a Sunday. And uh, I've complimented them because they were really beautiful. They had beautiful hats on and all dressed up very neatly and nicely. And, and so they were uh, dressing up for God. And they didn't want to go to church in, you know, just old fish, old clothes or whatever. So I stopped one, one woman one Sunday. She had a beautiful hat on and I said to her, I said, I love that hat. I said, I miss the days, I said, when the Catholics, which I am, used to wear hats. I think it makes women look very classy. And, uh, I, said, and, you, and I said, and you are dressed beautifully to meet God in church. And she smiled at me and she said, thank you so much. She said, you just made my day. Oh, so okay. that made me feel good, and I'm glad I made her feel good. But I try to do that. If I see somebody in the store or something, and they look especially nice, I, I compliment them, because everybody likes compliments. Yeah, it's nice to show your love to people. Yes. Yeah, and even when I was teaching, you know, we had, we had poor kids coming to our school, you know, they didn't, they would wear the same outfit maybe the next day or, you know, that they didn't have many clothes to wear and stuff. But I would always try to compliment them. Oh, you look so pretty today, I'd say to a girl or something. Uh -huh. uh, you know, I love that outfit. I said, your, your mom must have taken a long time to press it for you. She said she did, <laughs> you know, so... Yeah, I had a lot of students that didn't have much money, but I always tried to compliment them. Yeah. And I always tried, you know, if they didn't understand the lesson, I would try to uh, go over it, you know, for a second or third time to make sure they got it because I didn't want them to feel like they were stupid or anything. I think I was extra nice to this little fellow because he came in one day and he said, I, I'm leaving school. I said, why are you? Why are you leaving school? Oh, he said, I'm joining the Navy. <laughs> he said, I think I can learn a lot in the Navy. I can get, you know, make a career out of it. And he said, they have different things. I can become an electrician or, or a mechanic. He said, so I feel that's a good place for me to go. And I said, well, I wish you the best. Then he said, he left me this card. He said, here, this is for you. 
So, you know, he left, and I, the next day I read the card. I had gotten married while I was still teaching them, so. Yeah. They, my name went from Vitolo to Peter Paul. I said, Dear Miss Vitolo, and then slash Peter Paul, he said, I'm really leaving because I love you, and I know it would be uh, a lost cause. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I came home, I showed the note to to, uh, Pop-Pop. You were a hot commodity. (laughs) You were hot for teacher. (laughs) Well, thank you. I love you. I love (laughs) you too, sweetie pie. Thank you for interviewing me. (laughs) And now it's time for your kindness tip of the week. Nice is different than good. Stephen Sondheim wrote this lyric for Little Red in his beloved musical, Into the Woods. We all know the story of Little Red Riding Hood. Quick recap if you don't. A little girl in a red cloak. That's why she is named Little Red Riding Hood. Hello. I wonder what I would be named if that was the way society worked, you know? Probably weird figure with Nutella jar. I don't know. Anyway, Little Red is on her way to her granny's house when she encounters a big bad wolf. The baddie is hungry for her grandma and then her. At the core, this is a coming-of-age story, a tale of learning to be judicious in where one places one's trust. In Into the Woods, Little Red sings about the lessons she's learned so far in her short life. One of them is, nice is different than good. As we've highlighted on here in previous episodes, nice isn't always kindness. While nice is, well, nice, it can be rooted in less-than-kind pots. It can be rooted in vanity, manipulation, people-pleasing, the list goes on. Being quote-unquote good, on the other hand, I think is leading with kindness and love. I urge you all to try your best to do this and strive for good. Of course, no one is perfect. You know what else no one is, though? No one is alone. Another iconic song from Into the Woods is No One Is Alone. Sondheim soothes us all with this song, among many things, reminding us that sometimes people leave you halfway through the wood. Do not let it grieve you. No one leaves for good. Mr. Sondheim, you certainly will never leave us. Your legacy will live on with your art. I've been lucky enough to perform your material in various shows and workshops over the years. Your words live in me, like the rest of the arts community, and I admire you so much. You will be missed, but not forgotten. A huge thank you to my grandmas once again, and much love to you all. We'll be back with a celebrity guest very soon, but for now, please bundle up, cozy in, and be kind to yourself. Until next time, remember, everything's gonna be A-OK. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.